Hello and welcome to the Harvard EdCast, a series of conversations with thought leaders in the field of education from across the country and around the world. I'm your host, Matt Weber, and today we're going to be talking about leading educational change, global issues, challenges, and lessons on whole system reform. And lucky are we, we actually have uh, the editor of that book of the exact same title. Her name is Helen Yuntz Malone, and she is here with us from the EdCast. Welcome to the EdCast. Thank you so much for having me. So, Helen, tell us a little bit about this book. It's certainly the the, the title, Leading Educational Change, uh, appeals to anyone who's interested in changing education. Tell us about putting this book together, editing it, and who came up with the idea. Sure. So the idea was twofold. When I was an officer at the American Educational Research Association Educational Change Special Interest Group, it's a very long word, you know, a string of words, but... Um, I was an officer, and on my last year of the tenure, I wanted to do something that was meaningful to our members. So I decided to create a newsletter series, very simple format, five Q&As with leading experts who are engaged in leading educational change across the globe. And that received a lot of traction. At the same time I was doing that, I was going to national conferences, and I had a lot of interaction with folks who were doing work on the district level with principals, with teachers. And I kept hearing folks seeing in Edweek and other places, Finland, Singapore, Hong Kong, uh, Pisa, but they weren't sure how to make sense of what the global takeaways are and why we should pay attention to international work, and if we do, what exactly we need to be paying attention to. And so I wanted to then, out of that, sort of both of those things combined, I decided to do an edited volume and bring experts from across the field, international, so this is 25, 27 folks, 15 countries, six continents, to really talk about and provide in a, in a venue, meaning the edited volume, sort of a tasting menu that's written in 1,500 to 2,000 words per chapter, something that's written in a way that anybody can read and understand and feel like they are understanding the complexities that are going on as well as innovations and challenges that are unique to certain contexts and also their sort of cross-context that we're all grappling with. And so the book was really designed for teachers and principals and district folks who have limited time and want to know this and don't have the ample amount of time in their busy schedules to be reading a tremendous amount of empirical evidence and research and attend the research conferences. And so this was really for them, as well as to thank the Educational Change SIG and to include all of them. So it's really not sort of my book. I see it as our book to the practitioners. I love the, the metaphor you use, a tasting menu. So tell us a little bit about what is on this menu. <laughs> Whet the appetite of the listeners. What, uh, what will people expect when they read this book? Who are the chefs of the menu? <laughs> so the chefs of the menu, it's broad ranging. So there are folks who are in K-12 space and higher ed. There are people who have worked for um, as ministers of education or in federal roles or equivalent. Um, there are folks who have been superintendents, teachers, folks who are researchers and scholars, uh, folks who work at OECD who were former, formerly headed or currently head OECD educational work. So it's sort of a broad range. And so there's a variety of expertise at the table, which is what I wanted to see. And there's so many topics to choose from. So we kind of narrowed down to five pools. One was to talk about what are the emerging issues that 
are kind of cross globally across all the countries. So that's the benchmarking issues, uh, equity, uh, how do you move change, and what does it mean to move change. The other aspect was around improving practice. So that's classroom, principals, districts, within school or across school. Another um, section of the book is around equity and educational justice and how we think about leading educational change from an ex- uh, equity and educational justice perspective. The fourth section is around assessment and accountability. We all know we live in the accountability era, so how are other folks uh, across the world thinking about accountability and assessment. And the last one, the whole system changed, and that is really focused around how are nations as a whole approaching whole system change? How do you move these complex puzzle pieces together in, in a coherent and a complex way that's meaningful, timely, and functions together and moves the needle and get us where we need to go? And that's not something we always talk about, whole system reform. You usually hear, oh, let's talk about American education reform. Let's talk about state reform. But this whole system reform, I mean, what are some of the, the lessons from that? It's fascinating. So that chapter included... Um, now, now, don't tell us too much because we still want people to buy the book. Of course. <laughs> but that section of the book focused on Wales, Brazil, Singapore, Finland, and I kind of offer sort of concluding thoughts. So that's sort of the section. But the idea is that countries that are able to move, and this is not just those five chapters, but you see this in Canada and some in Australia, they have a collective vision where what the purposes of education are and where they need to go as a country. What are the goals and purposes of education in the 21st century? So that's sort of the first fundamental um discussion that needs to take place in education. And so that's the countries that are successful, the ones who have sort of this drive and sense of direction or where they need to go. The other one is time. Uh, A lot of the countries that we now look up to, how did they do it? They certainly did not do it overnight. They did not do it piecemeal and they did not do it squarely top down in a one mandate kind of fashion. This was something that really penetrated uh, culture, labor markets, uh, society in every possible facet. And it was a joint, sometimes even multi-decade effort that continues step-by-step to move forward and course correct and innovate and think differently and problem solve and not just focus within the countries. I mean, a lot of these countries talk to each other a lot <laughs> uh, to really learn, and their teachers go out of the country a lot to see what they can learn from others. And there's a lot of cross-pollinations uh, across countries, across schools, across districts, but there's a lot of the sense of if we are if we talk about it and learn from each other and create that space for the conversation, then no teacher is going to feel isolated like it's me and the classroom, the door is closed and everything is coming at me. This is more something that's sort of shared responsibility, um, very much a sense of you're part of something bigger and we are here to support you as you march forward. And there's also great emphasis on school, family, community partnerships. This idea that schools are not on one end of the community and then there's the rest of it, but it kind of is this idea of cohesion and 
collaboration. How important is it that for education reform that there is a book like this that provides such a diverse palette of opinions and ideas in this? You always seem to, you get books and they're written from usually one perspective or one point of view, and maybe they're a polarizing point of view, and then you have your book. How important is that to move education reform conversations forward, having this one, one book that has all of these perspectives present? Well, certainly I see this book as a conversation starter and as an opportunity to learn and get the broader sense of everything that's out there. It's certainly not meant to create anyone into an expert after reading one section, but it's also to understand much broadly what we mean by leading educational change. It's not about just what policies a country passes. It's how do you lead from the grassroots? How do you lead from the middle? How do you lead from the top? And how do those three levels integrate and talk to each other to kind of push and create meaningful change because we all know from the American contest alone that if you just start from the top down it doesn't necessarily all trickle into this amazing implementation strategy that everybody's on board and just works and you have to allow that space for creativity and innovation um, and also to really focus on implementation not just what the input is in terms of the policy or mandate but how it's actually going to um, unfold. And so this book sort of shows the complexities and the possibilities and the opportunities and also the idea that leading educational change is not necessarily about leadership at the top or how do you be a better leader at a school, but how do we all have a leadership role to play to move the system forward and to move outcomes that we desire for our students forward. And by outcomes, I don't just mean standardized test score, much wider, broader reach of what we want for our children to be ready for the society down the road. You you speak with such expertise. Where did you learn all these great ideas about education? What, what ed school did you happen to go to? Well, I'm so glad you asked that. <laughs> Quick plug for admissions. <laughs> so I just recently graduated in May from the Harvard Graduate School of Education and the Education Doctorate program that we uh, call here EPLIP, which is Educational Policy and Instructional Practice. And uh, I am very grateful today to have the opportunity to present a book to the school in partnership with uh, Phi Delta Kappa International, which has been a great supporter of mine and always worked well uh, with the at school to put together wonderful programs for the students here. And Helen, where can people buy the book? They can buy it from Teacher College Press, which is our publisher, and they can also buy the Amazon. Um, and for international folks, because this book is also selling internationally, look on Teacher College Press website for international distributors um, so you can access the book no matter where you are on this planet. Leading educational change, global issues, challenges, and lessons on whole system reform. You heard from HGSE grad and editor of that book, Helen Jens Malone, thank you for being on the EdCast and uh, glad to have you as an alum. Thank you very much. This has been the Harvard EdCast, a production of the Harvard Graduate School of Education. I'm your host, Matt Weber. Thank you kindly for listening. The Harvard Graduate School of Education, working at the nexus of practice, policy, and research.